constellation. 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 I looked at myself and I thought, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an intentional space that uplifts BIPOC and LGBTQ plus voices and spirituality while delving into the reality and magic of spiritual practices to provide a grounded insight to all things woo-woo. I'm your host, Nike Oria, an empowerment mentor and creative intuitive that helps humans unleash the fear warrior within, propelling them to live their most authentic life. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike. Y'all, 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 y'all. This episode is coming to you a little bit late. Very late, actually. But still coming on a Wednesday. We're still here. Be out here. Um, <laughs> Y'all, this Mercury retrograde kicked my dead left booty. Like. <clears throat> it was hard the last past weeks. And usually Mercury in retrograde, like I get it. I'm like, oh, Mercury in retrograde. Technology is going to be off. Mm, I'll probably like learn a lesson. The kids that I'm working with are going to be very adventurous and a little bit, um, uh, you know, out of the books. But this one, it, it was so hard. It was so hard. I can never, I never remember a time that Mercury when retrograde happened and all this crazy stuff happened to me. And I'm going to talk about like what happened, um, the things that I gained insight on and, you know, it's just going to be a short but cute um, episode. And I just wanted to com- commemorate this Mercury retrograde because I know in the future I'm going to be in these Mercury's in retrograde and I might feel the same way. It might feel a little better. It might feel a little worse. And I just want to be able to come back to this episode and hear myself say to my future self from my past self who went through the things, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're still a strong manifester. You're still an abundant being. You're still deserving of all the things that are coming your way. Um, But sometimes we have to go through these things because we're human and we're learning lessons. And even though it's really hard to see when you're in the bulk of it, after you come emerging, a beautiful little butterfly that has integrated new knowledge and has has experience, the stories, and the intuition to be better and do better every day. <laughs> um, but can y'all let me know if your Mercury retrograde was also very intense, very hard, very um, je ne sais pas, uh, wretched. <laughs> let me know. So I want to say that I started my Mercury retrograde not knowing that it was going to be like this. I think when Mercury and Retrograde started, it was the end of the school year for me as a teacher, but also as a grad student. And so I was wrapping things up. And usually when you're wrapping things up, it's the end of something, especially school, and you're graduating. Things are a little bit hectic anyway, but you're still really excited and you're still really um, like proud of the accomplishments that you're making. And also as a teacher, that uh, that your students are making. So it's a very overwhelming time anyway. Um, but there was a lot of joyful times with it. So it didn't really hit me, but the middle of Mercury retrograde until the end, until the very end, 
um, was like a bulldozer ran over me. Okay, I'll just tell you what happened. Um, so I was displaced from my apartment because we had a leak and um, the, it was the water company that contacted us saying, hey, you probably have a leak because your bill is going so high. So we contacted the apartment um, maintenance people and they're like, okay, we have to fix it. So we're gonna displace you from your apartment and you're gonna stay in a hospitality apartment. Now I have been through this exact same thing before. But my experience before was like very nice. Um, it was a, another apartment in the area, but like there's similar housing. So I assumed it was going to be the same experience. Their hospitality um, apartment was really nice. It was like hotel-esque. So actually when I heard the news, I was really excited because I was like, oh, it's a new environment. We could like entertain people because they probably have um, tables and chairs. <laughs> In my current apartment, we don't really have like tables and chairs. Um, so I was actually quite excited. Um, then reality hit. Um, from that, when I first saw the place, I was like, oh, this is going to be a little bit uncomfortable. It was musty and dusty. <laughs> um, but also it, the vibe was really, really off. Um, I luckily feel like I have a really strong foundation when it comes to creating safe spaces for me. So I bought my crystals, I set my intentions, I did my rituals for the space, and luckily nothing paranormal happened to me, but to my roommates, it was a different story. Um, but, but that's why I say my ancestors have my back, protect me all the time. They go hard for me. They go hard for me. Um, but I was dealing with like a really uncomfortable, the beds were terrible. Okay. The beds were terrible. It had metal in it. I remember I was telling my mom, she's like, it sounds like those beds with metal. And I'm sorry, I'm a memory foam baby. I don't, I can't help it that my parents raised me on memory foam. Okay. <laughs> so it was quite the shock. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, but I'm not. And my bed was so, my room was so creepy. I was like, in my head, I was like, okay, we're, we're probably, because I was the first to the apartment, but I didn't pick a room because I am like that. I'm like, we'll all talk about it. Um, <laughs> didn't help in that way. And I got the creepiest room. It was like from a horror movie, like, and I don't like horror films. Like, I don't like them at all. There was like, it was two twin beds and there was like a dresser in between and the frames looked so creepy. Oh my gosh. I can't even talk about it. It was so scary. Luckily, one of my good friends helped me make it a little bit more homey, but it was still really hard. I was just sleeping on a, like a corner of the twin bed. And <laughs> yeah. So when I first was staying there, I was like, okay, this is less than ideal because it's not my sacred safe space that I have created, which this... <laughs> This experience has taught me that sacred spaces for me are really, really important. Uh, pouring my energy in a space that I'm going to spend an abundant uh, amount of time in is so important. And setting those intentions, keeping up with the rituals that I have created in my sacred space has really helped me energetically and with my healing journey, but also my sustainability journey. And I learned that so hard, so hard in this experience. But I try to make it as comfortable as possible. However, I was not sleeping at night <laughs> at all. 
So I'm still doing summer school. It's only four hours. I'm doing with second graders and it's actually really, really fun. Um, but, and I thought that because the summer school is going to be so short, I was going to be able to really invest in my business, my jewelry shop and my coaching business. Unfortunately, and in this podcast too, unfortunately, um, I had to close my shop for the month or for uh, this time. I might open up a little bit earlier than I anticipated because like I wasn't able to bring my inventory to the new place and I'm so glad I didn't. Um, and I'll tell you soon why. Um, and I was exhausted. Like I couldn't sleep through the night. So I would wake up so tired, go to school, work energetically with the kids and then come back and just like sleep. But I wouldn't even sleep. Like I was sleeping, but I wasn't resting. And it's like one of the most frustrating things. And it's one of those things too, where like, I didn't realize like exhaustion really can be a barrier to things like obviously I've been really tired before I put off sleep really a lot before oh my god my aloe vera plant what the heck happened sorry see my plants my plants um but yeah I've been exhausted before and even before like I would like work throughout the week um wouldn't sleep like ideally like ideally I think I work really well on nine to ten hours maybe I would sleep seven to eight and then I would catch up on sleep on the weekend I couldn't even do that like I there is it was impossible for me to sleep it was really uncomfortable and um I was exhausted every minute of the day I would wake up exhausted I would go to sleep exhausted I would navigate my life exhausted and it's really really hard to do things when you're exhausted because that exhaustion seeps into not your only like your physical body but mentally and emotionally it was a really really hard time to navigate that um and (laughs) lucky for us or not so lucky but apparently there was a flea infestation yep you heard right a flea infestation so we were getting but it was me and my other roommate, um, for the most part, that were getting bit by fleas, but it actually caused a huge allergic reaction for me. And I, my body was like fighting like an infection. Like I had a fever of 103 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really complained a lot. And at first I didn't want to complain. And I think this was another lesson um, for me, because when I first found out that I was going to have to move to this place and, um, intuitively I felt like it wasn't going to be ideal. I was telling people who were closer to me or just people who were like inquiring about my day-to-day life. And there were a lot of people who were uh, sympathetic to, um, me, I guess, venting, But there were some people who were like, well, you're going to do great. You're going to make the best of it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I actually had one friend who validated my feelings and was like, this is terrible. Like, this is terrible. And I think I've learned um, that I'm one of those people that I like authentic emotions and validation. So because I do that for myself. So if I really think something's going to be okay, I'll say it's going to be okay. And if I think something's not going to be okay, it's going to be really hard. I'll say it's not going to be okay and it's not going to be hard uh, or it's, it's going to be hard. And I think this kind of leans into the law of 
assumption versus the law of attraction, which on Friday's episode, we talk about the law, the law of assumption. But I value authentic emotions, not emotions that you think are going or like what should be ideal or what you think the person should hear. So I really valued this friend who was like with me, who also saw the conditions and was like, no, this sucks. Like, you can't stay here. You can't. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. But I had to, you know, because it just really helped validate my emotions. And I really, really appreciated that because I'm feeling these feelings for a reason as well. And I'm not an unreasonable person, right? Like, I'm not a mostly pessimistic person or a really negative person. I can pump it up. I can be really positive. And also, I can be really, really authentic to my emotions of these negative feelings as well. And they're both valid. But I had some people who were telling me like, oh, it's going to be fine. Like, at least you're not, it's like, at least it's not this. At least it's not this. Oh, you have to close your shop. Well, like, mm, you're going to be fine. Da, 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 da. Not realizing that still these things, even though they weren't the worst things in the world, right? Like I still had a roof over my head. I still was like able to take care of myself financially, able to have food on the table, um, they were focusing on those things instead of like my actual feelings and validating them um, and, no, and like kind of dismissing that it doesn't have to be, my circumstances don't have to be worse than someone else's in order to still um, be valid, to still feel these emotions of fear and hurt and uncertainty. And so that's also a lesson that I learned. And I also hope to give to others still engaging in authentic emotions. And even like, you know, um, if someone's venting to me, even still engaging and acknowledging their authentic emotions and being a support for them without completely dismissing it with toxic positivity or unauthentic positivity. And so that was a huge lesson that I learned with this. Um, I also learned about setting boundaries and setting intentions. Very, very important. <laughs> um, one of the last nights I was staying there, I told the fleas that they could not bite me anymore, and they didn't. So <laughs> setting boundaries is all things, even the smallest things. <sighs> and then I learned also that you can get out of it. The, the way that it shifted so much, so I am th- I'm recording this Wednesday. June 23rd, Mercury retrograde ended the 22nd, June 22nd. I thought I was going to be in the place for a couple more weeks. So because they weren't really updating me or like my roommates, the head of police. So they weren't updating them or I didn't know if they were. So um, the way that they were acting, like when we told them about the fleas, they were like, oh, it's fine. You can buy bug spray and spray yourself. And then we're going to send an exterminator Friday. So I was like, oh my goodness, we're going to be here even longer. So this time yesterday, I thought I was still going to be in this place. And I was honestly going a little cool because I was like, I cannot function right now. I'm exhausted, like exhausted, like no other. It was crazy. Oh, it's 11-11, make a wish. So I was exhausted like no other. And honestly, I feel so bad for um, 
And I really empathize with people who are constantly exhausted and who, you know, do have it worse than I do. Like I got a taste of like what some people deal with on a daily basis and isn't guaranteed to end. Um, And so that really shifted my perspective on like how valuable rest and again, sacred spaces are and like to not take that for granted really to not take that for granted and to it's okay to rest because we're not guaranteed rest I think to some level I always thought I was guaranteed rest right because even if I was staying up during the week to get things done I always knew that I had the weekend to rest and this experience told me, like, showed me that that's not always guaranteed and actually it's a huge privilege. It is really a huge privilege. Um, yeah, and I know there's still some stuff, astrology that's going on. But yeah, the shift happened so quickly. This time yesterday, I did not know that I would be able to come back to my sacred space. And I found out earlier today. Um, and when I tell you I found out, I was like, oh my gosh. But also I think if I had not said anything, because like I, I, I honestly pushed the issue of like, we cannot stay in a fleet infested place. That's not right. We have rights as renters, as human beings. We have rights. Um, I don't think if I, if I had stayed quiet and I was just like, oh, whatever, we'll deal with it. I don't think we would be in our space today, honestly. Mm-mm. I don't think they would have hustled they were puzzled and it's like it taught me like it's okay um to to do what you need to do in order to take care of yourself because I honestly was not taking care of myself it was a little bit out of my control but um still I needed to say something I needed to stand up for myself and gosh y'all I'm just so excited I don't have a pillow because the fleas infestation so we have to clean everything and I want to make sure I don't bring anything here but even without that pillow I know it's going to be a really great sleep a really great sleep um but yeah this mercury retrograde clicked my my booty and I am actually really grateful for the lessons I think especially the one well, all of them were just amazing, but especially the one about authentic emotions when it comes to supporting people, when it comes to venting even. I think for myself, I do know how privileged I am and how lucky I am and all the things that I am grateful for. And sometimes I also do, um, I dismiss my own feelings about things because I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling like this, but I'm also really lucky. I'm also able to do this. And so I want to do less of that to myself and less of that to other people. Like sometimes things just suck. They do. Okay. Because I also think when we prolong acknowledging it, it actually becomes bigger and bigger because we don't give our time, time and we don't give ourselves time and space to explore these emotions and to process through them. So when we do dismiss it with this toxic positivity or this unauthentic positivity, it prolongs the emotion. It prolongs the processing time and it just can become something else. So a very great lesson indeed. Okay, y'all. So I hope your Mercury in retrograde was 
was still okay and I know that we made it through um thank you so much for connecting with me in this potent and sacred space of course sacred spaces are so important and I'm so glad to have all of you a part of mine until next time stay pretty intuitive bye do you hear that pep in my voice like your girl is back okay bye so much for listening and co-creating in this intentional space if you would like to support the show please leave us a review on itunes special thanks to color for allowing us to use this i am remix on the podcast